Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Opremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Bigarito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kersam from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I'll be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly as we broadcast live, and we'll bring you up to the Monday Night Football game tonight, which is uh, AFC uh, ramifications, certainly. Uh, Baltimore Ravens go up to New England and take on the Patriots, so um, both ends of the spectrum there as far as the uh, AFC uh, playoff uh, ramifications are concerned. We'll go over all that. And, of course, the Miami Dolphins uh, um, off a big victory against the Arizona Cardinals, 26-23, and a very roller coaster, bittersweet, bittersweet uh, turn of events. And and, and certainly, um, the last 48 hours have been uh, a little chaotic as Ryan Tannehill, of course, gets injured in the game. We'll have an update on his status, and it certainly uh, is a very good update considering what everybody had. Uh, portrayed the injury to be, and, and it turns out now that, that Ryan Tannehill um, it, it does not have a tear toward ACL or even an MCL, that it, it's going to be an ACL and MCL sprain, which is which is night and day compared to the first prognosis. So this is extraordinary news for Miami Dolphin fans, and uh, um, we will go over the whole game and what that all means. And, and of course, uh, the Dolphins traveling up to New York to take on the Jets, uh, this Saturday, and Matt Moore will be at quarterback there. So so this is certainly, um, you know, a, a lot of things going on in the organization uh, at, at once, and, and the Miami Dolphins now, uh, with their victory over Arizona, stay, you know, extremely relevant in this uh, playoff picture as they have three remaining games to go, and they're all division games. So they're going to take on the Jets, the Buffalo Bills, and the uh, New England Patriots will finalize the season at home. Um, so uh, it's going to be very exciting to see how you know they they finish this out. It's been uh, it, it's been a very exciting year, and the Miami Dolphins have done a lot of good things this year. And so you know, I think everybody is kind of anxious to see how this uh, will all go down. And and you know, when Ryan Tannehill got injured in this game, I think everybody really was deflated, and it just goes to show how much of a priority and how much the, this guy has basically taken over, um, you know, the Dolphin organization. And, and he's, he's obviously extremely well-liked. He's had some bumps in the road. Um, but uh, I know personally myself, I was really let down. Um, you know, I was, I was upset. I mean, I, I more than I had even thought um, as, you know, I, I felt bad for him. Uh, as, you know, he's been here now, I think, five years, and he's never made the playoffs, and this is probably, you know, his best season thus far. I think that's unarguable. And uh, with a chance to go there, the thought of him, you know, being out um, would certainly be, you know, very, very 
tough to swallow. And, uh, you know, but it happens. Football is a, a very tough game, and especially you look at the Dallas Cowboys and what Tony Romo went through. Um, but, uh, you know, that that was my feeling on it. So without further ado, let me welcome in Rich Transant to the show. Rich, um, like I said, you know, I was really, really deflated, and I know I was not alone. And you can see uh, the seriousness on that team, and that just goes to show um, – uh, you know, just to how much this guy has basically uh, taken as a fixture in the quarterback position down in Miami. What were your thoughts on it? Yeah, there's no question. I mean, you know, he's a lot better than a lot of people give him credit for. You know, I, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. And, and nobody wants to lose their starting quarterback. You know, uh, you know, fortunately, we have one of the best backups in the league. So he should be able to carry us through the next two, two three games. You know, if we do make the playoffs – Tannehill's got a shot to come back, but I don't think you're going to see him back before the end of the year, do you? Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's such a, a, a sketchy thing right now. I mean, a spring could go either way. I, I, I got to be honest. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've heard three things. I heard a, a sprain, yeah. and I heard partial tear, and I heard a bunch of different things. It's very conflicting, the, the, the news that you're getting. You know, surgery is not required, but then I heard partial tear. So partial tear is not really that good. No, I haven't heard that. Um, and again, you know, I, well, you know, I, I don't know how reliable it is. You know what I'm saying? You absolutely. get it from all angles. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's hard to say. But then I heard, like, you know, you know, our coach say, Gaze say that you know he doesn't expect them back before the end of the year. So I don't know what to believe anymore. You know? Yeah, but I think you're right, and I think it's probably somewhere in that range where I think you know. Um, he's going to need a few weeks at least, and, and you know, and, and even if he was able to come back for a playoff game, that would just be, a, you know, a godsend compared to what the initial reports were. And the most important thing... Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we didn't think there was any chance that we had this news study. We thought it was going to be, when's the surgery going to be, you know? Yeah, and it's such a night and day prognosis because that injury and the rehab, the nine months of rehabilitation, and you're never really, you know, the same at that position. You, you can get away with it, you know. It's a lot different if you're a running back, but that's still a major, major. Oh, it's a, it's a nightmare. A and then you have to worry about myself. it happening again, you know. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I've had it myself a few times, and it's, it's you know, it, it's, it, uh, you know, and you know, your, your knee is never the same there. But, you know, this was just fantastic. Oh, you know, you went, like you said, from one end of the spectrum to the other. And it didn't look like there was any shot at this, you know, being the prognosis. Tannehill, you've seen him come back. And obviously the doctors did not like what they felt in their stability test and had told them as much. Because he was basically, so you know, very emotional and, you know, tearing up and up on the sidelines. And so, um, you know, to, to then have today with this kind of news is special, and, and I'm very excited about it. And it, it also goes to show, I think, where, you know, how much uh, I've kind of grown a liking to this kid and the attachment that I've gotten. You know, I just think, like you said, he, he doesn't get the respect he deserves. He's been putting up some pretty big numbers for years, and, and now to have his best season cut short would have really, you know, been terrible, especially if they do make the playoffs. I think hit it on the head. It's really surprising there was no penalty on that play either. And, and no fine afterwards. To you know, if you look at you know, they were trying to stick up for the guy today saying it was an accident yeah. and this and that. And I don't want to say it was, you know, done on purpose, but he did the same thing to Cam Newton in the beginning of the year. It's the same oh, hit. Is that right? Yeah. And Cam Newton looked like he blew his knee out. He just got up and played the rest of the game. But, yeah, it was the same Cam vicious Newton. hit. Yeah. Same guy, same – same play. So, like, you know, when you see more than one like that, I'm not going with it's an accident. 
you know. I remember the Cam Newton play. Now that you said that, when he had hurt his knee, and I thought that he was hurt much worse. I didn't know it was the same yep. guy. Obviously, Calais. Yeah, same guy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, you know, I don't think he was trying to injure him, but you know, I don't understand. I thought there was a an ironclad rule, though. If you come down low on a quarterback, it's an instant. I guess play. it depends which quarterback it is. I guess so. And even if you miss the call on the field. I don't understand why the NFL did not acknowledge that it was a penalty and fine, you know, or, or something to that effect. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah that's right. They've been uh, very quiet about it today. I yeah. heard the NFL make one comment on it. Uh, well, you know, I, I don't, I don't give any credence to them anymore. Anyway, they're they're so they're so you know inconsistent and and they're all over the place. You know, I, I don't trust them. I don't believe anything they say. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, of course they do. Just, I mean, they just. Yeah. I think they've become so corporatized that everything you, they say you have to read through and to yeah. really find out what's the real agenda. And that's a shame. But um, yeah. when it gets to that point, you know, how can you have that much stock in in, in the league when they uh, you know, doing different things? They, they seem like they touch things when they want to. And, uh, you know, and then obviously, you know, when it's different teams, they have a different level of uh, agenda and, and punishment to be handed out. Um, yeah, the rest no, of short, if that was Tom Brady, things would have been handled a lot differently, both on the field and the day after, you know. But um, it is what it is. I have no complaints about it, uh, you know, as far as this uh, game. JCL, and that's fantastic. And, um, this has been a very, this has been the most exciting year for the Dolphins in a long time. And so, you know, the, just the thought of, of, of having it finished strong is something that I, you know, I'm excited about. You have three games remaining. Uh, you have, it's ironic. Well, what was the year? What was the year we had to beat the Jets or the Bills the last two weeks and we were in the playoffs? Which year was I think that? It was a, two years ago? Yeah, was that, well, that, that was a Philbin, right? That was a Philbin yeah. year? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think maybe Philbin's second year, something like that, where yep. they had a, you know. Yeah, we had to win one, one out of the yeah. last two games and we laid an egg. Yep. Uh, yep. And it's listen, you know, certainly something that out of the woods. No, they're not out of the woods. And we probably, we probably have to, like, with three left, you know, there's no question – we have to win two out of three for a shot here. Yeah, and, you know, when you lose the last game of the year, you really don't usually back in. So, um, you know, we'll see how this goes. But they're coming up here for a Saturday showdown in the Meadowlands. I mean, we don't know what the weather will be. We could have another day. Like right now, it's 45 degrees, and it's like it could be, you know, it could be 15, it could be 50. We don't know. So, you know, uh, well, there's been plenty of days around here where it's nice during the day and it's brutal at night. So, that's true you know, too. you that's really true. don't know. And it's always windy there, you know, no matter what. It's windy there in, in May, you know. And I think the fact that it's a night game hurts too because the Jets are so out of it. And yeah. now it's like it becomes almost a Monday night football game where they'll get up for it more. And you know they're going to show up for this game. And they shut a tie down the first meeting. So, you know, it's going to be tough. And Matt Moore, let's face it, Matt yeah, they, Moore. They ruled, they, they ruled Pouncey out already, you know that? No, I didn't know that. He's already yeah. out. Yeah, he's already out. And they well, still won't tell you anything. 
Well, we we had already uh, talked about this a few weeks ago, and we both feel that this is something that could be extremely serious. This could be a devastating injury, and um, you well, know, already talking about drafting a center, you know. So yeah, well, the longer this goes on, um, you know, and, you know, let me tell you something. Even He's though missed he nine games already this bowler, year. Well, he may not be a pro bowler, but let me tell you something. Steen has really been the bright spot. Uh, I mean, they found this kid. He's been playing fantastic. I don't know what we would do without him moving to center and doing what he's done. He didn't have a good game yesterday, though, but he, he has he filled it nicely. Game. And he didn't have a terrible game. He had a couple penalties, and, you know, he didn't have a great game. I'll give you that. But, you know, the conditions, again, two weeks in a row, terrible conditions. I mean, you're yeah. playing in mud two weeks in a row. You can't discount that. You can't really do well, it. Well, he caused a fumble yesterday. The who did? Steen did. He muffed the exchange on the one fumble. Oh, okay. okay. You know, and he had he had he had three bad penalties yesterday. He really didn't have a good game yesterday. So no, I'll give I you before yesterday he did okay. But on a whole year, I mean this guy started over yeah. the day. I mean it, it, this is you know, the guy has done more than yeah. admirable. He's done a fantastic job filling in at center for center, and you know, and that could have really devastated your season. He really has picked up the slack. I, I got you. I know he didn't have a great game yesterday. I'm more talking about you know, the, the games that he did play. Um, so you know, that, that's a big spot. And getting back to Pouncey, yeah, I think that there's much more to meet the eye here. And um, yeah, it, I don't think it's any good news. I'll tell you that. The longer that he's out. Remember, I said when they were saying, should they operate or just you know, or or let him think. I said, what did I say? Operate and then get him back towards the end and you get it over with. And I think they made a big mistake because I think he made it worse. Yeah, well, you even you said you know, miss the first games now, you're gonna want to miss. Or he's gonna come back and then be out for the year. Yeah, yeah, it turned out to be that way. And you're absolutely right. I don't know exactly what the you know the entry is. With his hip, but um, of course they're not telling you what it is. That's why you don't know what it is. It's it's like the you know it's like the CIA. But if surgery could have corrected it, you know, and then you know, and I guess he should have went that route. And yep. it's certainly looking more like that now, right? Yeah, um, that's yeah. It, it's it's more like something that's not going to go along. Um, so you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. I mean, it's an offensive line that finally found its groove and has been playing much, much better. Um, you know, uh, and uh, Jai, although hasn't been seen back, he's played in conditions the last two weeks were, which were terrible. I told you last week, I thought he was on his way to having, uh, you know, a very good game against Baltimore, but they couldn't stop them on, on defense. And so basically they were behind, uh, he knew ball and couldn't go to him anymore. And this was another conditioned game where the conditions were terrible. And so, right. you know, they kind of really couldn't get a feel for, for what he's able to do. But I will tell you that a Jaya now will be more important than ever. And as he comes up, especially in this check game, I mean, that, that now is when you're going to need him more than and ever before, you know. And so, uh, you know, we'll see what he, what he can do. Um, I think he's an excellent back. So, you know, I think he – Hopefully we'll pick up the spot. Yeah, it was hard. I mean, it was hard yesterday judging in that, you know, that was a mess yesterday, you know. Yeah. 
two weeks in a row. I mean, it, it really yep. was. And have you seen Arians said it was, it was remarkable. It's like nothing I ever seen. It seemed like every time the Cardinals <laughs> got the ball, it rained. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like it was raining every time we had the ball too. Bill, I, you know, yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, did you see yeah. gaps in that? Because it looked like a torrential yeah. downpour. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what cloud this guy's on. You know. Yeah, I would have said you know. Thought about building an arc. I mean, it was just ridiculous the way that it was coming down. So I don't think yep. it was a one-sided rainstorm at all. Or no, it was actually ridiculous. a sun shower, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. So that's what's my feeling on it too. All right, we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll come on back and uh, handicap this Jets game. This is Don Shula. Happy to be on the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by. Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat Catello joined alongside Rich Van Zandt. 
as we recap the Miami Dolphins' victory uh, 26-23 over the Arizona Cardinals. And, of course, they'll head up here to take on the New York Jets uh, on a prime-time Saturday night game um, uh, up here at uh, MetLife Stadium. And we'll take it for the Monday Night Football game tonight. Uh, Baltimore will travel up to New England, which has a lot of AFC ramifications. Um, you know, at least from an outsider, you know, to say, obviously, you know, the division is what it is, and people could still say you got it. But, I mean, to be quite honest with you, especially now, you know, the Dolphins looking at taking that division is really unlikely. I mean, I really think you just want Baltimore to lose. Um, there's basically uh, two, one spot, I guess, for Two, two teams. Well, I don't know. Teams. Do you want Baltimore to lose? I mean, because if they're tied with Pittsburgh, they win the division, right? As it goes now. So you want Pittsburgh win the division or Baltimore win the division? They'll have the same record if Baltimore wins tonight. Well, what would be the? Well, we lost. We beat Pittsburgh. We lost to Baltimore, right? I, I don't know if that's good. So you're saying let Baltimore go and win this division and then just fight it yeah, out? Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh. wouldn't you like to get them out of the mix? I mean, you know? Because, you know, because Pittsburgh, I mean, Baltimore could have a tiebreaker against us. No, they absolutely could, but, I mean, if... Uh, and we but, beat Pittsburgh, so that would seem to be, you'd have to root for them to, you know, to, to be out of the mix. Yeah, I guess you bring up a point there. I mean, to try to keep Baltimore on top of it and then just have, uh, you know, Pittsburgh fighting. But they're so close. They're neck and neck. And I looked at their schedules. I've talked to some Pittsburgh fans, and I think they play each other again. And the winner of that game is probably going to win that division. Um, so it, it's, you know, and maybe them losing with her. But I understand what you're saying, yeah. I mean, it's basically coming down to Denver and, and Pittsburgh or Baltimore. You know, it's, it's going to be Denver and then whatever that sense of team is and then us. I mean, that's what it's going to come down to. And one of those teams out of the three will get that last wild card spot. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess you bring up a point there, you know, but that's just assuming that Baltimore won. I mean, well, what if they lost and then they will lose again, though? Yeah, you don't have to hope for that. But, you know, I mean, if they lose tonight, then we're a game ahead of them. But, you know, that could change easy, Pittsburgh. too. Yeah. Pittsburgh's got the lead right now because they're a half game above them. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, I guess it could go either way, you know. I guess it could. Um, you know, they're, they're eight, I think the Steelers are 8-5, and five, right? And we're eight yep. five, so we're both, we both have the same record now. And they, Doesn't right, matter though, because they can win. They can no. they're ahead of the yeah. division like that. Understood, but like if the Ravens lose, like you're saying, we would have one game on them. And you know the Titans are seven and six too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just laughing right now. NFL Network's on. Jeff Fisher tied Dan Reeves for the most losses in the history of the NFL yesterday. Oh, I thought he had broke that. So if it, no, you know, tied it. People, yeah, him and Dan Reeves are 165. You think that had something to do with it? <laughs> Maybe. Because I heard that reported a couple times um, that, you know, he was uh, going to be the losing his coach. You know, Landry's third and Shula's was fourth, but, you know, they also won a ton of games. This guy's got a losing record, you know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know. Well, so no one could possibly get to that point without being a good coach except for Jeff Fisher. You know, you don't, you're not going to last that long losing like this. 
he has lasted a lot longer. When I looked at that record and his individual records, they were nowhere near as good as I thought they were. And I know he had that one Super Bowl appearance, but has really went downhill um, since then, majorly. It was eight straight years with a losing record. And it's amazing that he was able to, you know, to not get fired so many times. Like you had said that. <laughs> he signed an extension. They, yeah, they just announced it last. They announced it last week. They, but it was happened in training camp. He signed a two-year right. extension, and the owner said two weeks ago when they announced it, said that he's coming back next year, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, I guess it was. I guess it was ninety-nine. <laughs> what do you think fired? Like, what do you think changed? Well, I think they, the last two weeks they really looked awful. I think even yeah. worse than ever, and I don't think yeah. he likes Goff, and I think that's a problem too, that they invested everything in this quarterback, and I don't think Fisher's a Goff guy, and I think that's a problem also. Yeah, you're right about that because, uh, you know, this Goff had a hard time even getting into the lineup at times. He doesn't like him at yeah. all. And I mean, it's Chase Keenum put... that was starting over him, so it's not like, you know, it's not like they got Sonny Jurgensen in there, you know? That's true, and, and you know you got to look at the the success or the failure of it. Yeah, there's so there's no work. success. Is no right. No. So if you're going to do that, you better have some success doing it, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a big mess over there, and that that feud that he had with Eric Dickerson, I'm sure, didn't help. Yeah, what was that all about? He, he, Dickerson went on a radio show and he said you know, he was criticizing the way the Rams are built and I think something that Fisher did and Fisher said he's not welcome on the sidelines anymore or something like that. Yeah, I, I, and then and then and then Dickerson got the word out. He said, "Good, I'm never coming back as long as he's the coach." And then I guess somebody made Fisher call him, and you know, basically Dickerson called him out of being a fraud, like you know. Because he was denying he said it, and he was like, "No, you said it." And, you know, it was a big thing going on. You know. Yeah, and I guess <laughs> when you're moving to LA, you know that's yeah. not a good way to start it off there, right? No, no. Well, since since we're on Fisher, uh, let's talk about the other rumor thing. Uh, the rumors were Rex Ryan was going to lose his job uh, as early as Sunday night. Now it's Monday night; he still is there. But you know it's on you know thin ice. Yeah, he's on. Yeah, he's on the he's on the death spiral. He's done. I mean, I, I don't. You know, hey, my prediction came true. Remember when he got, he got hired? Yeah. I saw two years two years from this date, you'll see his press conference. Him getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> I, now, what happens if he finishes nine and seven? I mean, obviously, I'm hoping that he doesn't because we play them, and I'm always concerned that you know when a coach gets fired and this is going on, and then you got to play them, you know. But um, what well, supposedly the, the the order can't stand them, and the front office yeah, can't yeah, stand them. So I I don't think no matter what happens, I don't think he he may not make it till next week. It's not really a record thing, right? I mean, they had a huge blowout. Well, he's fifteen order, and right? fifteen, bro. You know, he he's five, I think he's now he's fifteen terrible. and sixteen or something. Yeah, no, two years terrible. there. No, but they were they were ten a ten win team when he took over. Were they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, listen, I, I don't think he's... And they had, a, they had the number two defense in the league, and he brought him down to the 20s. Yeah, I think what you said about him and the owner, and I've heard that a few times, apparently. Oh, I don't know over what. Him and his brother are, are so overrated, it's ridiculous. You would think this guy would just be happy being employed. I mean, like you said, there's not going to be many other options. What are the to get hired as an NFL coach? And he's been able to do it now twice, right? 
um, to see, you know, what they can do as far as that goes. Because I think they have to change their game plan slightly, um, you know, and, and go to a more ball-controlled thing. But I don't like the way the Dolphins' defense has been playing. Well, you know, the, the Jets are a good run defense, you know. So it, you're going to still have to pass the ball. And you can't, you, you know, you, like I said, you can open up the run game, but you have to pass the ball to open up the run game. You can't have them stacking the line and think that's the only thing you can do. It's going to be they a long day. shut down our running game the last time we played it, right? I know that, yeah. I know. So, uh, you know, if that's the case, um, you, you know, you got to be confident of what you say. Well, I think they were afraid to let Matt Moore pass yesterday for the first three times he had the ball, it looked like. Yes. And again, the conditions were very bad. Oh, they were terrible. There's no question about it. And then how they almost blew the game at the end by letting the clock run out. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it, uh, I mean they should have they should have kicked that field goal on second down. That was so so silly. You got a timeout waiting. I mean, what are you doing? You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, seriously, with the rating like that, it's a good chance that you could you could muff the snap from center on a kick, right? Yeah. So why wouldn't you leave? You know, that extra time and an extra time out just to, you know, to defend that. I mean, I guess they thought that, that the weather conditions were so tough that it, it, it could happen. Like you're saying, they figured their best odds were to punch it in the end zone and eliminate that. But, you know, to, to do it so callously that you, you didn't realize that. I mean, if they would have stood in the room a little bit longer, the team is going to overtime, you know, and that's why the Which is ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was. I mean, they had one second left. You couldn't have cut it any closer than that. No, no. I mean, it literally was by the skin of your teeth that you were able to get that last shot to come out there and do it. It in their favor, but, boy, I mean, they really dodged one there. Yep, big time. So, if uh, you know, if you look at all the things that could have went wrong in that game that didn't, and that includes the injury, you know, oh, there's a, there was a weird Cardinal story today, too. You know, Michael Floyd, their second receiver? Right. He got arrested for DUI last night. But what time could he have possibly been back to How Arizona to get caught DUI? Yeah. Oh, in Arizona. In Arizona, okay. yeah. I mean, right? what well, time are you getting back there? Nine, ten, well, right? Well, the three-hour time difference, I guess, sounds that. Oh, I guess so, yeah. And, and, and I guess you're going somewhere after you arrive where you go and you go up the truck. <sighs> oh, These guys right. got it made, too. They have a no questions asked limo at their disposal. They don't They don't utilize that. It, it's absolutely it's absurd, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what the particulars are now. Tell them there's a, there's absolutely there's no ramifications that you get you go out and you get whacked. Not only did they come pick you up, they send somebody to take your car home with you. So it's not even like if you have like a, a car that you don't want to leave somewhere that gets taken home for and you get driven home, no questions asked. I mean, I, I mean these guys have no excuse. Yes. Yeah, on a road that you're coming home and that's what you're getting into at night, you know? Yeah, and, and, and it's because you're drinking your blues away. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. 
These guys, man, it's it's amazing. It's really, you know. You were actually just talking about him going into the Dolphin game, right? That's the guy you were saying? Yeah, I was worried about him, you know. Yeah, that's him, right? Yeah. Yep. I think he had a touchdown yesterday, too. That was the uh, it was Yeah, the I think so. Yeah, I think the one in the middle it was his, yeah. Uh, let's see. They had um, uh, receiving. Uh, looks like uh, Nelson had it. Okay. That's what it's looking like there. But yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and we matched up better than I thought. We shut down Fitzgerald. Um, you know, they they did shut down Fitzgerald for the most part. Um, and those receivers. Uh, but again, there was. Yeah, I think it was a slot fest too. The yeah. balls were very inaccurate that were thrown them too. You yeah, know? I mean the conditions certainly were were not good. You know, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't like the fact that we gave up the tying touchdown at the end. That didn't. Nah, did that I, was, that you know, our defense really laid an egg when they shouldn't have. You know. I was just about to get into that. How you know when, when they could have just put this away? They should have put away ten times to Tuesday, but then allowed them to come back and tie yeah. the game. Again. Yeah, I understand Tannehill getting hurt. Definitely took the air. Tannehill doesn't get hurt. I think it's a blowout. But yeah. you know, yeah. I think it took the air out of the sails when he went down. But uh, that's still, yeah, that game never should have been this close. Yeah, I, I, I see it from the game point of view. Um, and again, that defense is going to be exposed in big games. This is not that good. And you no. see that, but I still want them to finish strong. Hopefully, get into. We have two great players on the on the defensive line, and yeah. the rest of them are just mediocre players. I mean, you know, yeah. you got Sue and Wake, and other than that, it's a it's just a, a C minus defense at best. Yeah. Right back in. Second and nine and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Squire on the catch. San Marino has now thrown to more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello.
I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm just curious to know, like on draft day, what you think, like, uh, you know. Uh, well, I think there's battles. I think there's there's going to be battles back and forth with that. You know, I I don't know how it works out. Who gets the, you know, who gets the final say? But you know, that's how well, we lost Hickey. You know. Well, I think we know who gets the final say. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then we're in a lot of trouble. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, I would think so too. You know. Does 13 have any any involvement in this? I mean, there may be some involvement, but, uh, you know, I think it's minimal at best, especially as far as, like, yeah, maybe put a recommendation in there and stuff. But let's be honest. I mean, uh, Danny's going to be uh, an evaluator now, a, a recruiter. And come on, you know. Well, you, you just go back to the 1984 <laughs> the interview with Bill Walsh, you know, man, I just look for the open man. Yeah, I, no, I, I got you. Him. You know, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, I see him as. You know, yeah, he might see this talent guy, this is that, but yeah, really, where's he coming in on that kind of input? You know, I mean, there's yeah. guys that do this for a living that they that miss the mark. You know, so I think he's got. Yeah, I know one of those is running our team. Yeah, well, that's that's the issue, and that's what'll ultimately come down to, right? Yep. Um, all right, so coming into this check game, I mean, you know, Brandon Marshall last time we were able to kind of put put him out of the mix. I, I guess it's the same thing. I, we're, we're a little bit more concerned now um, with him because I think that it's almost like nothing to lose, you know. But uh, what are you looking for in this game? Well, you know, they should be able to put a lot of pressure on Petty and make his life miserable. I mean, you know, the Jets aren't a good team. They're basically – you know, two weeks ago it looked like they quit. They played a little bit better yesterday, but they they played a team that quit before they quit, you know? They got two quitters playing yesterday, so it's hard to say somebody had a win, I guess, right? Yeah, and they really didn't play better. They were losing 17 nothing, but they yeah. were able to make a comeback. They looked atrocious in the first half of that game. Yeah, and, and you know, and Frisco looked atrocious in the second half. Yeah, you're right. And two very bad teams. Horrible teams. Two teams that have quit on the coaches, you know, two teams that are in really bad disarray. Yeah, but this isn't your first rodeo either. I don't have to tell you that. You know that this Jet team is, is showing up. Uh, yeah, there's no question. Know, I mean, we, they always play us tough. There's no question. Yeah, there's there's no question. But, you know, look, you, if our team's a playoff team, you got to win the next two weeks and then take a shot in the last game of the season and see what happens. See, right? And it's, it's the last time Matt Moore football in a game was, was up, there. up here. Yeah. So yeah, Hill got hurt on the first drive, right? Yeah. Yep. That's yeah, probably the last time. It was the same kind of injury too, wasn't it? Was it a sprained knee? No, I think he had a, a hamstring or something. It was weird. I don't. It wasn't. A, I don't think it was a knee. It wasn't a knee. No. No, I thought it was. A, I thought we were worried about the ACL back then too. And really? It was a, yeah, yeah, it might I be right. So. I mean, it might be right. <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny because this kid is so tough. You know, he's tough as nails, and he never gets hurt. And then you know, you've seen that, and you just gasp like, really, you know? Of course, your knee's not supposed to bend that way. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Whereas a 300 pound guy hitting you, bending your leg backwards, it's you know he's lucky that it wasn't a much worse. 
He sure is. He sure is. I mean, we both thought that that was, you know, going to be the final say there. All right, so it should be interesting. I mean, the Miami Dolphins can continue there if they're winning ways. You know, they've won seven of the last eight games. This is a tough place to play, but I think they showed by bouncing back against Arizona that, you know, the Baltimore game was more of a fluke than it was not. I don't think they match up good against that team, but the weather and, and, and all that certainly had factors involved. Yeah, they never play well against Baltimore. I mean, you know, it's nice that – you know, look, Arizona's not a good team this year, so it's you can't really, no. you know, hang your hat on that hard. But there was, you know, there was a lot of conditions again. Like, this is another game two years ago they would have lost. So Yeah. Yeah. And I just hang my hat on it basically just that they bounced back right. from a bad loss. Yep. That's all I'm saying yep. there. Yep. All right, so we'll see how it all shakes out. And, uh, you know, it should be interesting, but it's nice that the Dolphins are in contention in week 14 of the NFL season. So we both Didn't expect that, that in week five, no. did you? No, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, it's yeah. nice. It's very nice. Yeah, it's to, nice not to just play out the string, you know. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's our show for this week, everybody. And we'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own voice Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing.